1: five four three two one
0: who charted?
1: it's time for episode 627 of who charted the show where comedians discuss the top five songs and movies of the week congratulations you have reached checkpoint new year Woo. happy 2023 you've reached baby new year on the road to summer 2023 and i'm your host H. Michael Cray, a.k.a. Chart Linklater, Howard Kramer, and with me as always, Brett Morris, a.k.a. Stard. Happy New Year, Stard. Happy New Year to you.
0: Uh, you don't have your 2023 background yet, Yeah. but uh, I'm sure it's uh, coming soon.
1: Caught me unawares. I've had some tech dips where uh, I had to get a new hard drive, so... You just got me uh, back up to speed with Zoom and everything, and I do not have my regular background. I'm not even stuck back on 2022. I just have nothing but naked Dragon Manor.
0: Yeah, I'm seeing just a little snippet of Dragon Manor,
1: but I'm I'll let you away. describe what you see because oh, just really? I know some people are just interested. Sure. There's been so little talk of what goes on in here. Well,
0: I see uh what you're in what looks like a kitchen. I see some upper cabinets. This is
1: cabinets. the kitchen at, at Dragon Manor, correct? Yeah. This is like an escape tune.
0: It is. I see some upper cabinets. Uh one of them is wide open, which is intriguing. Like I'm trying I'll to lean look over in there. You can see in. Okay. Oh, I see some colorful objects in there like maybe some some uh ephemera. Is that are the- those are those uh like Energy drinks up top or like cereal boxes.
1: Close. Those okay. are those are entertainment related tumblers. Tumblers. Okay. Right. What you're seeing right there is um Kung Fu Panda, Los Angeles, okay. Zoo, and Warp Tour. Oh wow. Yeah, I'm
0: seeing like quite a it's a very colorful display. I could tell yeah. it was like had to do with
1: I'll give you a little insider tip. A lot of times, when a company makes a tumbler, like the kind that have the, uh, you know, the hydro flask has the, you can carry it with one finger. Yeah, it's got the little hook on it. Yeah, that company is called H2Go. Okay, you go to Electric Daisy Carnival and buy a tumbler. It's H2Go. You go to the LA Zoo and buy a (laughs) tumbler, which I didn't do, but Mm -hmm. I I obtained it like Indiana Mm -hmm. Jones. (laughs) <laughs> I obtained stuff. Uh did but you yeah, take a little H2 bag H2 of Go. sand and you trade it out?
0: Yeah, exactly. I grabbed yeah. it weight of the tumbler. Yeah. But um so it's all H2GO is what you're saying. A lot of that stuff is. But um you Is man, that a monopoly we should break up? Are they making good tumblers or, or or do they need to be disrupted?
1: Um, it's just kind of standard. I think it's just what people are used to. It's not like metal. I mean, it's like light metal, sort of. It's like a metal-plastic yeah. hybrid.
0: All right, so they're doing a pretty good job. Yeah. Uh, hey, I'm also local, seeing man, like, mean... a, like a like uh, an aqua or, or sort of like a teal green lamp. Oh, that yeah. That looks nice. That matches the tile, yeah. Yeah, and uh, I see a little a window to the outside, which is I'm wondering if that's the loquat tree. Yeah, that's tree. the loquat tree out there. Oh, nice, nailed it. All right. Yeah. Putting it together. The blueprint
1: expands. More than most get to see. You know, by next week, I'm going to have the backdrop up. So this is your shot. This is this your is, window. This is my this is one my shot. window.
0: I see a big jar of, like, uh, what would be the size of, like, a protein powder.
1: Yeah, that's a that.
0: Canister. That's protein powder. It is
1: protein. Okay. Yeah, but you know what? I pour all, everything I put in the powder is in there. So it's like the reishi mushroom powder, the cacao. I mix it all uh, into you the you pre-mix. It's a custom yeah. mix. That way you don't have to keep mixing it every time. Love that. And uh, speaking of personal lives, you are going through a lot right now. You're not even at uh, Stard Alley Ranch. Or, or no. Not,
0: yeah, I haven't been, start. I haven't had a home base in about Two three months and uh, it's driving me crazy. And I have like more projects all going at once. I have this new project on top of like,
1: you know, you all getting my typical termite, things. Uh, termite fumigated or something?
0: No, getting getting uh, just like work done on the house. Oh, getting the house yeah. up yeah. to speed. Yeah, yeah. and um, it and then that's drained my entire like bank account. So I got money like worries, and then. You know, it's just like everything keeps drying out and needing my time, and then I find I get back to L.A. I have to stay at these cheap, hor horrible rentals. There's no heating yeah. in this new one, so which it's I found out. You a head after. cold. Yeah, and then I, g- I get into town, and nothing makes me more mad than being sick. Like I get mad at it. You yeah, know what I mean, it just annoys me.
1: And you know, just, I don't. I- I have been sick in so long not to kick, you know, kick a man while he's down. Uh, but um, when you don't travel on the holidays or eat the grease meat, I mean, I think it really cuts down on the illness. I think it. I, I,
0: it could be the grease meat or it could be that I have two like twin nieces. Who yeah, and like it. little kids who are coughing right in my face oh, <laughs> for, yeah, that's for
1: like two weeks over yeah. Christmas, and they're so cute. Your sister, but it's just because like... your sister needed to have kids.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I got nephews and nieces, and they're they're everyone's sick. Like everyone, but I feel like every kid is just permanently sick. Yeah, uh, kids
1: always seem to have something. Yeah, and a lot of it is stuff that you could still get from them. You know, it's not like childhood diseases, right? Yeah, it's not like they all just got chicken pox.
0: Um, but anyway, yeah, tons of stuff happening. Uh, I'm in a real stress mood right now, but I the charts are a good outlet for me. And uh, right on. And nothing and nothing puts me in a better mood than giving you 45 minutes of. Tech support <laughs> up top before. Thank you so much. No, i know joking.
1: What? You moved the you moved the show. It would have been done if you didn't push the show up. Oh yeah, that's true. But
0: uh, <laughs> we um, when I first one interesting thing that did happen is uh, when I first got on Zoom with you. You go, oh hold on, Aerosmith, Aerosmith's playing. Yeah, yeah, and I'm like, what? What does that even mean? And you reach back and you grab your phone. You're like, sorry, Aerosmith. Like, I had what? Aerosmith what? going. And then I'm like, what Aerosmith are you playing? I'm an Aerosmith well, fan.
1: Well, what happened was I thought when the year became new, I had nothing to do. So I was like, why don't I do like a deep dive on some band that I never really deep dived on before? Oh. And so then I just started going, well, who – and then, because it was like the beginning of the year, I just thought, well, A, alphabet A. So
0: I went. Just, <laughs> I love I went that. Into
1: Aerosmith, and so also you I just skipped
0: Aaron Neville.
1: Yeah, I skipped Aaron Neville. Yeah, <laughs> I skipped ABBA. Actually, I couldn't do ABBA too. <laughs> oh yeah, I just remember um, on
0: my iPod, you know, everything was always in alphabetical order, uh-huh. and there's like Aaron Neville was always at the top, always had that top spot. I'm so like, any, damn, he really right. nailed the search results, you know? Yeah. With the
1: AA, he's one of yeah. those AAA errands. Yeah. Would, there, would his picture always come up with that thing on his face? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's not, <laughs> yeah. You know, it drove me crazy after a while. Yeah. Yeah. yeah switch to ABBA. So at least you get the, the white yeah. swap team up. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, um, the other thing too is I had done Thin Lizzy in December, and Aerosmith and Thin Lizzy is like the same time period. They start mm-hmm. in like early seventies, totally. And then um, both like tough guy rock anyway, from the seventies. So the song that was playing was called Big Ten Inch Record, but I yeah. go, Do you, I go, hey, you know the song <laughs> Big Ten Inch Richard? Because <laughs> yeah. I don't know the song Ten Inch Richard. Richard. I go, yeah, Ten Inch Record. You mean? Yeah, and I was going to tell you yeah. that sounds like a a Dragon Boy suede song, like big ten inch Richard Dick. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's what I thought it was.
0: I well, still. What's so funny is that the song already is that double entendre. Like it's just, it's just uh, right. P- you know, pounding that double entendre this whole way. So yeah. for you to take it an extra. To call
1: it 10-inch Richard is just Richard. really funny, like as if the pun already isn't enough. Yeah, it's like it's like, I, they made a dumb joke, and then I naturally made it even stupider. <laughs> yeah. But there's something yeah. incredible about the song. Oh, because, yeah, it's great. But besides it being great or whatever, it's, yeah. it is like a dumb kind of a sure. goofy, stupid song. Yeah. And so you go, oh, well, you know where did it fall on the album, or you know whatever, right? Yeah. So, try to guess the song before it and the song after it. So this is a big ten inch sandwich. What if you had to clear the palette, Where what would you? Um, it's a tough guess, but it's it's just kind of amazing that this song is where it is. What was that on Toys in the Attic? Yeah, uh, which is famous for.
0: That's famous for like Walk This Way and yeah, uh, sweet okay, emotion. Okay, so there,
1: that's Bing Bing Bing, Walk okay. This Way, which is just a ultimate classic radio airplay of forever. Yeah, and then that ends, and they go into big ten inch <laughs> <rich> record record. <laughs> yeah. And then that goof <laughs> thing ends. And then what starts? Sweet Emotion. All right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. Sweet Emotion. I, or um, if you played me that yeah. song, I would have went, that was a B-side on their first album when they didn't know what they were doing yet. Nope. It was yeah. right between Walk This Way and Sweet Emotion.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, it's just a fast-driving kind of hokey
1: song. It might even be a yeah, cover.
0: I think it's a cover, maybe, like a oh, really? blues But cover.
1: I mean, it's like Ice Cream Man is kind of hokey, but they do it yeah. acoustic, and they throw it in at the end. Yeah. It's not like right between.
0: Oh, know. look, I'm looking it up. It's at the end of the side, if that changes anything.
1: Oh, that end of sense. side A. Oh, great call! So great call. A little, like uh, ice cream Oh yeah, I'm looking at it like a like a Gen Z kid over here. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, what did they stick that between songs for? No, it was like the album. But that is interesting weird though, that, that you end the the first side with that goof song. Yeah,
0: I don't know if everyone takes it as like like they laugh through it, but not necessarily like oh. But I mean, like it's stink. one of those what just a stink like. Stink or, I mean, it's on the radio. I I hear that one quite a bit. I just,
1: you know what it is. I have no yeah. respect for Boogie Woogie. Like, and any yeah. anytime I hear that, even when uh, Van Halen does it outside of hot really? for teacher, okay, yeah, I'm just like that. To me, that's like, well, they were in that bell bottom jeans time periods, and uh, that they interesting. just everybody played that stuff. Yeah, from a Van Halen fan, that's actually shocking. But I mean, what else like, do they do? Good boogie woogie besides that one. I think besides, of them always having a little bit
0: of that. They have that fast swing to everything.
1: <laughs>
0: <mumbles> <laughs> yeah. Well, you, teacher's case, Aerosmith okay, might I mean, I would say those 70s Aerosmith albums, Toys in the Attic and Rocks, especially. Rocks to me is like a flawless like well, appetite the for destruction one. of a type of a record. Okay, but that's if you don't like next. any kind of swing, it might be tough. That's back in the saddle. That's the shit. Oh, that's that. Oh, that record is so
1: good. It is Sick so as good. a dog. Sick as a dog. That, that's like weird because I Stone, thought their harder period was early, but they actually didn't get super hard until like their fourth album.
0: Yeah, their
1: first one is really early.
0: Like if you listen to that, Stephen Tyler doesn't even sound like himself.
1: He's got that uh, weird, even uh, though that
0: has Dream On
1: but it's yeah, like, I heard he he was scared because he was in like he just started trying to sound like a blues guy I also heard that he basically started
0: an Aerosmith when he was like 30 or something like he was a little older mm-hmm. yeah really yeah that might be he looks uh, so young yeah I I think my brother told me that and I might have to fact check it because sometimes it's like that struck me as weird too I mean he
1: would be so but, old. If he was like yeah. 30. But that's why he's like as like,
0: old as like Mick Jagger and shit. Or he's like, you know, he's uh, pretty up there. Okay. That makes sense. I don't know. Fact check me, gang. Who charted at gmail.com.
1: Yeah, let us know. Let us know. He's like the quarterback for Georgia. He's like 25 years old. Or no, the guy for TCU. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey, uh, should we get into the first chart? Yeah, let's do it. This is our first chart of 2023. Music. We used to play LPs, eight tracks, cassettes, and CDs. Now we download and we stream. Happy New Year chart is 2023. Tunes. Nice. Very good.
0: Yeah, we're going back to Spotify after the great Christmas onslaught every year. So uh, no more Mariah Carey and all that.
1: Nice. You know what they call it in England? What's that? The festive period. The festive period. (laughs) Yeah, the festive (laughs) period sounds so clinical. Yeah, but it's like a good description. Yeah. Period of time where you get drunk and eat. Yeah, I mean it's accurate.
0: Uh, it doesn't sound very fun, though. No, they take Period. the fun
1: out of most things. They do. <laughs> All
0: right. Um, coming in at number five. Number five. Taylor Swift, anti hero. Still Whoa. up there. Oh,
1: my God. Taylor Swift. I love her. I'm going to get the new CD <laughs> Bank one card. <laughs> <laughs> Everything is that commercial with her in totally. the elevator. Yeah. Oh my god! Like she could move huge amounts of the population to sign up for a credit card. Like <laughs> you know, you've written a lot of tunes at that point when like financial institutions can use you to yeah raise points. The people with literally the most money. Yeah, they're the only
0: ones who can afford her. Yeah. But uh, shout out! Man, she's she's I a mean, superstar. I mean, back in the day, if you just if you did bank commercials or like credit card commercials as a current uh, like star or yeah. An artist, yeah, I mean, you would just be like that would be a major controversy. Yeah, be like Neil Young would be all over you. <laughs> yeah, he he'd bounce on you like a
1: like a badger. Yeah. Hey, but speaking of the uh, corporate, you know all that stuff. Shout out to Johnny Pemberton. We were texting earlier in the day, but um, I was uh, listening to the radio, you know, when he came on and did all those, you know, corporate mashup clusterfucks. Oh yeah, that was so funny. Um, So right now, this is a real one. MGM (laughs) Rewards and Bellagio team up to bring you the (laughs) F1 Heineken Grand Prix. (laughs) He texted that to you? No, I I just had heard that one randomly. Oh, that's so good. Yeah, I mean it's like it's not even an exaggeration how many companies jump in on these things. That's crazy. Yeah, his his little run there was was one of the funniest Those of 22. Oh yeah, shout out to that highlight of yeah. 2022 for sure. Um, um
0: all right, moving on. Coming in at number 4. Number 4. Lil Uzi Vert with Just Wanna Rock. Sounds like a Scorpions title. Yeah. I just I don't even know how the kids know if
1: this is good That's how yeah. out of it I am What a strange I think he's using beat. that he saw that Dolly Parton got into the uh he saw that Dolly got into the Rock Hall of Fame, so he's like, I'll put yeah. out a rock song. So.
0: <laughs> yeah. And then like Dolly, it's not at all rock. It's just saying yeah. rock.
1: Right. Yeah. Rock and roll.
0: That was such a weird beat. It just had snaps. Like, it didn't have any,
1: you know, hard-hitting yeah. element. Yeah. they are just trying to out-weird each other now, these kids. The kids are in a weird mood. Um.
0: All right. Coming in at number three. Number three. This is Metro Boomin' the weekend and 21 Savage with creepin'.
1: 21, won't you do something, oh man? Oh, it's a different one. That's uh Fuji's. Oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's it's that like one. slower though. I'm gonna find you and, you? and yeah. make good you call. ready
0: or not. I wonder what that sample is originally from. I know, it's great. Um, it's good, but it's also scary, especially with the weekend. Scary, singing yeah, it's scary, over. Scary, yeah,
1: because he's like uh, he'll commit crimes on you. That sounds yeah. It sounds like he'll, he'll violate you.
0: Curse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, so far not much new except for that little Uzi vert.
1: Yeah, I guess it happens to where um we're just getting twenty twenty two songs. Twenty twenty three has yet to define yeah. itself. Hey, did you see uh did you see um Hannah Montana's like special? No. I actually wrote it down. I meant to watch it, and then when the time came, I was like, I just can't deal with commercials today. Oh, okay. And it, so I, I didn't watch it.
0: It's crazy because I remember, I'm remembering now last year's and I just watched, ca- caught up with some of this year's and those new year specials, her Miley Cyrus's new year's performances are so much better than you would ever think they, they might be. Oh, cause they're so they're like,
1: like loose and crazy.
0: Yeah. But like something about the performances and the songs themselves and the hype and like the cameos, there's something that's just hitting, like, really well with them. Wow. They're just impressive. I, I don't know. What, what, which ones did you see that were good? Well, Miley and uh, Dolly, she does okay. one. Um right. She does one with Paris Hilton and Sia. Really? it's just kind of funny. Yeah. yeah. it's really funny when she brings out Paris Hilton, and then she wow. gives, like, in the middle of singing. Because both Miley and Sia have incredible voices, like, especially yeah. Sia. But then, like, she goes, go ahead, Paris. Because they're covering a Paris song, that one song she had from years ago. And then she she goes, like, take it away or something like that. And Paris does, like, you know, one line, but it's so shy and and Mm -hmm. off-key. It's really funny. But she looks good. She's just – they're having fun. That's crazy. That's like like, when Tarantino brought Travolta back into things. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And then, um, yeah, even Miley's, like, original – like, that – that one hit she had that's like so dumb you know it's like so poppy oh like, rocket in the usa yeah or, uh, yeah yeah whatever that is somehow party the arrangement party in the usa, party that's in a the good USA song. somehow the arrangement they do in the band and the way she's singing it it's like i'm like loving it like it like mm-hmm. this is a classic song of right um, on i've know, i've had that moment with youth. the
1: recorded version where it's just like it hits
0: sometimes. Yeah. She somehow hits it very hard on this live performance.
1: you gotta check it she out. She pounds it. You know, it's funny of her versus uh like Paris, who's not as good a singer. I just right. saw some video of Whitney Houston talking shit about Paula Abdul back in the day. <laughs> really? And she's going, she yeah. goes, She ain't shit. She goes, wow. She goes, she she goes, she's singing pitchy on the record. She goes like not even live. She's singing pitchy on the record, and then and then uh, oh my god. Then she goes, uh, but she's got that image, and mm-hmm. then she goes, but you know that's that's fake as shit. Whoa! And th- this is
0: like from back in the day, like back in the day at the straight. time.
1: Like yeah, she goes, she's, she's, she's wow. just got that sweet image. That's bullshit. Wow, yeah. funny Tough to watch. Talk. I mean, who would who would have thought she would ever even like? I mean, she's such a so much better singer. Oh, of course. And think all, I also think of Whitney Houston from
0: those days as like very wholesome and like yeah. positive. Yeah. You know, before
1: exactly. the Bobby Brown yeah. days. She wasn't even as dangerous as like Jodie Jody Watley. <laughs> right. One of those ladies. Everybody's
0: complaining now, like making a bunch of noise um, about the newest, uh, rolling stone list of just like best singers ever. Apparently it's like, the top 100 singers or something. And they're putting okay. like Taylor Swift above okay. Whitney Houston and shit like that. Like, and Celine Dion isn't even on it and people are
1: like outraged. Oh my God. Yeah. It's pretty nuts. But, uh, Buzzfeed, let Buzzfeed do that. They do it. Right. It's
0: funny that being pitchy on record would be so shocking back then. Cause now, it, you know what I mean? Like,
1: Oh, now, now it's like on purpose, like
0: Drake. Now it's on purpose, things. exactly. Yeah, and yeah. and now is the time when you can correct all that stuff. Yeah, and so back then you had to actually be on pitch and yep. nail it, and or it's you, real. And or it's you
1: like, it. You got to right. hire someone who can do it. You have to be like an actual professional. It's, it's kind of cool now that you have all these different choices. I could actually sing it. Or I can sing <laughs> yeah. it bad on purpose or I can fix it with computers Yeah. or I could hire somebody else.
0: And then with AI, it's going to be, I can just sing like Whitney Houston. Yeah. I can just be Whitney Houston.
1: Yeah. Or you could say, what would it sound like if Whitney Houston sang all of Paula Abdul songs, but yeah. <laughs> make it sound like she's making fun of her while she's singing it. <laughs> right, and it'll exactly. do it in two it'll seconds. do it. Yeah. Amazing. All right. Uh, Back to the
0: charts coming in at number two. Number two. Drake 21 Savage uh with Rich Flex. This is the 21. Yeah. Do it for me. Yeah.
1: My S's ain't nothing. Them hoes busted. If my ops ain't rapping, they ass ducking. You ain't ready to pull the trigger. Don't clutch it. I know you on your period, baby. Can you suck it? I'm a savage. Whoa. A smacker, wow. Booty and magic. Starting the year with some not suitable. With <laughs> you know, he is—he uh, was born in England, and nobody knew that, like, because he came over when he was little or something. So he was already famous, and people were blown away that he was not from Atlanta. Like, he's like, what? You know what I mean? It's like finding right. out. But um, that was Slick Rick. Same thing. Slick Rick was also... He was from London, Uh, somewhere over there. Whoa, that's really
0: interesting. Yeah, wouldn't expect that. Um, All right, coming in at number one. Number one, SZA with "Kill Bill." I guess I like it. I I like it.
1: Reminds me of trapped in the closet. It just kind of goes on and on. Ah, uh, yeah.
0: It's got like kind of Beatlesy chords Changes Yeah, it, you
1: know. It's like Steve Lacey kind of same. Universe oh yeah, of, of like warped weirdness. Totally. But I'm kind, kind of, of a, turning on that song now. I've heard it so much. Uh, tongue, whatever, Bite My Tongue. Yeah, like, I'm glad 2022's over. Like, okay, that song's for last year. Now yeah. we move on. It definitely belongs in 22. Um, That's the
0: music chart. Wow. You know, it, it's, it always lags behind the time a little bit. Like, yeah. come it's February, that maybe land. we start seeing some, some new stuff.
1: This is like when... Um, They call, like, a war's over, but the troops didn't get the word yet, so somebody still gets killed.
0: (laughs) Right, exactly. Yeah, the guy who still thinks he's out there. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Hey, uh, speaking of gifts and stuff, uh, we didn't exchange gifts this year, but I want to let you know that I'm still using the salt that you gave me. Really? Yeah, I mean, this was probably, what, four years ago or something? Yeah. But you know, like salt back in the day was used to preserve food. So this stuff just never goes bad. And <laughs> I looked true. in the drawer, I still got some of that old starred salt. Oh, I love it. What was special about the salt
0: again? It had some like, oh, you were you gave right? me like
1: these you know, like nautical sea salts with like, they were like the thick. Yeah. Multi, like different colored salts.
0: Yeah. It's spice, the real stuff. Negative ions. Tea.
1: Good stuff. Good stuff.
0: I mean, I still have a, a ongoing obligation for any you know, any box, any Amazon box with a celebrity on it, anything like that. so it's, it'll go to you.
1: Thank you. Thank you. I mean, you haven't really given me any packaging in about a year and a half. <laughs> <laughs> wow,
0: I'm making a prom- I'm making a, a standing
1: promise, and he
0: knocks it down
1: we'll be oh I, I the the thing was getting all garbled and your uh, voice was slowing down and speeding up but okay i didn't you didn't bring anything back from the bay area last christmas and then i thought well i don't know he's busy i won't remind him
0: i do i don't think <laughs> i don't i didn't see anything like that i didn't get any like uh i'm too frazzled right now i understand yeah no biggie. Hey, honestly, my whole family, which honestly was a kind of a good thing, we all sort of had an g- agreement. Like the adults, at least, like we're not getting each other anything. We're all in a weird spot right now. I like, like that. We can't let's just mature. don't
1: expect it. Well, let's I just like focus it. on the kids. And I hope that goes well. throughout the culture. If we start phasing that out. It's yeah, a lot exactly. Of stress for people.
0: Yeah, seriously.
1: Hey, but shout out to Alex Magnara. He sent me. Two Elf on a Shelf cereal boxes. Oh yeah, and two Avatar frosted flakes. Avatar Two, Way of Water. I didn't even know they existed. So
0: they frosted with unobtainium.
1: Yes, they are. Yeah. Yeah, delicious. Aquatar, Tony the Tiger. (laughs) Aquatar. That's awesome, Alex B. Always hooking it up. Happy New Year to you and the rest of the chart nation. And we'll be right back with the movie chart.
0: VR training platforms, like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International, are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact.
1: My name is H. Michael Cray, and I'm here with Brett Morris. And this is the movie chart. <laughs> Movies! They're just like tweets! Release them constantly. Most of them we don't need to see, but when you get a good one, ooh wee movies, movies.
0: You know what? You know what's a fun fact? That movie chart theme is now in its tenth year. Really? Year anniversary. Wow! What it started in? We uh, We recorded. We recorded it in 2013.
1: Whoa, how do you know that? Because I
0: have it labeled. I I label my files.
1: uh, Ooh, I like that. That's some deep uh, archiving right there.
0: Yeah, I'm proud of ten, you know, ten years ago, Brett, for labeling it correctly.
1: Seriously, how did you know that? Just coming out of audio school.
0: (laughs) I didn't even go to audio school. I knew to put the year
1: on that shit. Where are you going? You walking around? um, yeah, I had to move because uh the computer was losing power. Oh. But um speaking of audio school, do you remember um Earwolf location 2? Yeah. Okay, so they have a sign up there now above the scrub factory. Yeah, it was above an audio school. Right. Call okay, Scrum Factory. Okay.
0: <laughs> yeah, I just remember I mean, those guys hanging out around there and just thinking, like, I'm specifically not gonna hire any of those guys, like, I don't, right? I don't just like to because
1: they them. went there, yeah, or they just they're just grimy types. And then also, like, two blocks up the street, there was another one on the other side of the street by the 7 Eleven and the Boba place, yeah. Yeah, There's just, like, another whole group of other audio kids hanging out on the yeah. sidewalk smoking cigs. <laughs> right, <laughs> yeah. But um, why did I bring all that up? Oh, there's, like, a sign in there called, like, Enter La Musque or, like, Chateau Musk or something like that. Okay. I'm just wondering. I don't know if uh, Elon Musk has, like, bought up the old earwolf floor. Is is he working? I'm wondering if he's working out of our our old... I took a picture. I'm going to look it up. That would be incredible. Um, I should have the pick here. But anyway, let's get into um, the chart. I'll look for it as we go. Sure. So uh, coming in at number five. Number five.
0: We got Babylon. Brad Pitt.
1: I think what we have here in Hollywood is high art. It's Party size! Time, time. If you could go anywhere in the whole world, where would you go?
0: I think I heard that this is getting ragged on. Really? Uh, yeah. Let me look What's it bad up. about it? Let's find out. Um, oh yeah, fifty-five on Rotten Tomatoes. No. Um the trailer looks pretty good. It says Baby- Babylon's overwhelming muchness is exhausting. Oh, okay.
1: So it's, like a Baz, like, it's like a Baz. It's like a Baz Lerman. It's just a, too much. Yeah, shit going maybe it's on. just too much. Too much chaos. Okay, I found the thing. It says, "Welcome uh, to La Musk," like okay. L E Musk. I don't know if you can Google Le that Musk. or La Musk. I'm. Mean, this is Sunset Boulevard. Oh, is that? That's a film. There's oh, a, it's film, a film film called oh, Musk. Oh, was it oh so maybe it was a uh, a uh, premiere but, for the movie, like a screening yeah, of the movie. Maybe. That's what it must have been. Is it about Elon Musk? I no, I don't think so.
0: Uh, oh it's a cinematic sensory experience.
1: Oh, so it's like uh it's like an immersive you know, where you go to see Van Gogh and they put it all over the wall. Yeah, it must be something like that. Interesting. Those are the new escape room. It's like they just pop up everywhere. There's a visual yeah. experience you could go to. Must you be, think
0: they'll uh, uh, do that about us one day? Uh, who charted immersive? You know, walkthrough.
1: I'd like that. I'd give it a visual component,
0: right? Be cool. You get to announce the chart. Like you step wow.
1: on on a podium. Wow. Are you uh? Are you buying up real estate mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. this or? <laughs> <laughs> he's touring around the southland grabbing up real estate for the yeah. who charted immersive experience yeah
0: you know i was as that reminds me i was watching the the um imagineers documentary on disney plus which is What's just that? completely mind-blowing it's about it's like the story of disneyland how it got built and oh, okay. like walt disney's vision for it and i mean like I don't know. The perfection of it, the and ambition of it is just hard to believe in, in the state. Oh, yeah, age. the
1: size of it. Like yeah. And
0: it was only built in like a year. Really? And just him finding Anaheim even, which was just groves and like orchards, and no one thought anything of it. Oh, right. And he's just going like, trust me, this this new idea that you've never even heard of that we don't even have the money for is gonna work out. And they're going, like, why in Anaheim? Like, no one will drive down there. And he's just like, Trust me, you don't get it. Like, this is gonna wow. change everything. And, and he why
1: was he so believed in it so much? He just was like, I'm gonna make a fantasy world that just people a, can escape to. Yeah,
0: like everything. Yeah, he was he went to a to a um carnival or something like with his daughters, and he was saying that. You know, he would just sit on a bench and watch them go on a a merry-go-round, and he was just thinking, like, someone should make a place where the parents and the kids can, like, both go on things together and have fun together. Like, Ah. there's got to be something, like, better than this. You know what I mean? Right. And then he had just killed it so much in animation. I mean, he was just, like, a God-tier, you know, visionary. Gotcha. But the, the way he built it and like assembled artists instead of architects to like envision the whole thing and like it's just like a it's like a masterclass in and just he
1: made that leadership. one um he made Disneyland before Disney World. Yeah, Disney World was
0: like his dying wish. Like he basically had it mapped out and he wanted it to be a whole town. Like he basically wanted a Disney designed city. Wow. You know, which it essentially almost is, but wow. he had, I mean just like the the vision on that guy is, is nuts.
1: He's like an L. Ron Hubbard if it wasn't all uh
0: Right. It's like you know. a cult leader type thing if he had, or a benevolent dictator if they happen to not go the, in the worst direction, you know. Right. It's like you can see the danger of it where if like if they even have a hint of an evil intent. Yeah, then, then it it's, becomes it's the genocide. worst nightmare in the world. But if yeah. it's an actual, you know, uh, you know, good idea, then it's pretty
1: good. You got to let those guys be creative, because if you stomp down on the creativity, then it, yeah, then they're gonna go evil on you. But all their like the
0: animatronics, all the stuff that they're working on in their lab behind, you know, Disneyland, it's just like it's mind blowing because it's stuff that's never been. Invented before, and they have to invent basically robots like in the 60s that move completely human and are all on their own storyline and they all have speech boxes and like well-recorded shit coming out of them. And it's just like, what? Like, how do they do this with that technology?
1: You know, it's kind of funny because you think like, well, that's still for kids. But then when you look at the type of adults that are always going to Disneyland, they're like those weirdo. Yeah, totally. (laughs) How did Disney know about that demo before it even existed? (laughs) I know. Yeah, it's the behind
0: the scenes stuff that's interesting to me.
1: Yeah. I I saw this girl with Mickey Mouse ears and she goes there every two weeks. Like an adult woman. How do you afford it?
0: That's my question.
1: It's $1,000 for a yearly pass. And they go like all the time, and they know all these specials. And then you can get and get uh, you can get like special pins for going to the park, and then sell the pins, make money back. Yeah. Oh, okay. So there's a the grift, but yeah, no, it's, it's to it. pretty it's pretty crazy. Like for the, like those people dedicate a lot of their income just to go in there. Yeah, you'd have to really spend on it. And you, you think back to him in that documentary going, no, you got to understand, like, this is going to work. Right. And it's like 75, 80 years later, and there's like whole new generations that go there all the time.
0: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And they were saying like, even the when Disney World opened, the first day was a little dead. Like, they were like, oh no, maybe we really failed. Right. And they were saying that when they interviewed people, they all the people... Th- figured that it would just be so busy on opening day that millions of people Uh, just held back. Oh, right. So then they go,
1: oh, okay. So it actually is popular. And then it just gets like flooded. But secretly they see supermodels never get asked out.
0: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. It's exactly (laughs) like that.
1: Yeah. Like who's going to just walk up and shoot their shot, you know?
0: Right. Um, All right. Coming in at number four. Number four. Oh, well, will you look at this? I want to dance with somebody. The Whitney Houston, uh, I guess, documentary. Really? Or, oh, no, it's like a movie.
1: Oh, is it scripted?
0: Yeah, it looks like it.
1: You start the show tonight. Oh, God. I can already feel <laughs> yeah, like, right. it's, like it's <laughs> noon on a Wednesday, and I'm, like, walking through the movies, and I open up the door to a theater. What's yes. going on in there? Oh, my God, yes. My voice is gone. I can't do it.
0: That you know, that's, gives me that, that same vibe as Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. Where you just go, there's no way that that actually was the case. Like, that actually happened. Like, that's yeah, the like origin story. like, so on story. the
1: nose. Uh, like, yeah. Right. Hey, can um, I give you some retro chart action while we count down?
0: Please. Yeah.
1: All right. 40 years ago today uh, was the uh, 70 83. Uh-huh. I'll give you the top five. I'll get us caught up. Oh, I love it. Coming in at number five. Number five? The toy. Richard Pryor and Jackie Gleason. Okay. I've never seen it. Uh it was a bit weird comedy. Coming in at number four, the Dark Crystal. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Jim Henson oh, yeah. and uh D- Disney and all that. David Bowie. Coming in at number three, the verdict. Paul Newman, courtroom drama. Okay. Is that where we're at? Where we're at number number three. That was number three, yeah. Okay. <laughs> all right, we'll call it. I'll give it to you as we go. Don't we gotta do number two first? Oh, okay. I didn't know what you meant. Okay, yeah. Oh yeah, sorry. Yeah, I must I'm gonna to to keep pace with us.
0: It. Got it. Okay. Coming in at number three. Oh, three. Number three. Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Okay.
1: Only the most broken people. That hang time was too long once I heard most <laughs> broken people, I tuned in and yeah. then it was just like it was making me crazy how long I had to wait for that
0: <laughs>
1: yeah <laughs> they
0: need to do the uh they need to chop that
1: Take yeah hair tighten hair that up, tighten it up, stick some air out yeah do the uh, um what would you rather see the, the verdict or black or Black Panther Wakanda I probably would rather see Wakanda. Oh, yeah, me too. I mean, anything that's like courtroom drama is it's, it's a tough sell. No good. I can't yeah. even watch it on Times, too, because it's just, there's nothing to look at. It's just yeah. a brown courtroom. <laughs> uh, all right, coming in at number
0: two. Number two Puss in Boots, The Last Wish.
1: Each new roommate. <laughs> well supposed to be a fearless hero, a legend. This is a person party. That's your party. So this is where dignity goes to die. Oh, my, oh
0: God, my God. God. Smash, Smash Mouth.
1: Mouth is in that. That's not a joke. Like they just bring back the Smash Mouth again.
0: Yeah. Oh wasn't God. that in Shrek or whatever? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's the least uh, trying just, I've seen in a while. Yeah. We'll just do it again. Wow. Hey, speaking of Shrek and Eddie Murphy, number two in nineteen eighty-three was forty eight hours. Okay. Murphy. Okay. Wow. Now we're getting somewhere. Nick Nolte, Eddie Murphy. Wow. Um, so
0: I don't remember a single moment of it, but I remember that being good, right?
1: Yeah, that was a good one. It's yeah. like, uh, you know, Beverly Hills Cap 48 hours. Those, yeah, were, exactly. those two had some juice. Eddie Murphy's, uh, you know, peak.
0: Yeah. Hey golden man. age. <laughs> Coming All to right. power. Coming in at number one. Number uh, one Avatar, Way of Water. Look at that. No drop off from week two. How about that? No. Did you hear about that? This is gonna be uh. This is gonna be on the charts for a while, I think.
1: It made sixty million in week two. In week three, it made sixty million. No really? drop off. No drop off. Wow. Aquatar, the spray of water. <laughs> Aquitar. <laughs> That's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> and it's hitting, and I, I look. Uh, you can't front on the elements.
0: No, no. Underwater, you know, adventures will always be fun to look at. Oh, yeah.
1: I mean, even when you think about, uh, what was that movie I just saw? It was, what? Well, oh, yeah. Rambo. Oh. Because like yes. First Blood, First Blood, they're like in the mountains. It's like Colorado or something. Yeah. But then the second one, Now they're out in Vietnam and they're on the rivers and everything like that. Yeah, yeah. And I thought kind of that's like first blood, the way of water. It's like, it's kind of, that's what you do. You take the sequel into the water.
0: (laughs) I love that. I was just picturing Rambo, like just swimming like a dolphin, you know, with a dagger in his mouth or something.
1: Yeah, yeah, swimming and riding (laughs) around on
0: creatures. (laughs) But I
1: mean, this is that same time period, because that was 83, 84, 85. Yeah. So all of a sudden, this random thing makes sense. But do you know what was number one? Oh, did we do number one yet?
0: No, I don't think so.
1: Uh, Okay, number one in 1983. Okay. See if you can guess, starring Dustin Hoffman. Oh God. Um, In Bill Murray. In what would be today probably not makeable. Because Caddyshack? No. Why would what what would be your theory why Caddyshack wouldn't be makeable these days? Oh, just like the humor. I don't know. There's oh, good call. Of jokes good call. Would, yeah. Racy humor. Good call. Yeah, yeah. Those like no, like caddies. That's the thing. No, <laughs> <laughs> um, it's Tootsie. 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 There you go. A man. Yeah, in I mean a dress, Dustin Hoffman. That whole thing. Yeah. Okay. I never saw it. Okay. It's actually good for what it was, but you know Dustin Hoffman. He's been canceled a little bit since then, and he's- also. um you know, they'd probably be pushed back on it now. This like that whole trope of it's funny to see a guy in a dress like seem um, oh, like yeah. it hot. It's kind of like
0: RuPaul kind of blew the roof off of that stuff. The most, you know, unmakeable one is white chicks. That one yeah, that white came chick. out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, wow, that was a different time, wasn't it? Yeah. That's
1: a hot chart. I'll tell you what. I think that uh Ac- Aquatar is going to last, and it's going to keep movies strong. And I think that this will maybe be a trend that we continue to see. To, to where nothing else really makes a dent, except w- like one big monster movie keep like yeah just huge, keeping everything going. And it's these old guys
0: too. It's like Cameron, Tom Cruise, yeah, these people guys who are in come charge. out and say, you know what, like no, this is how you make a a theater movie, right. So, yeah,
1: yeah. Why would you trust some young kid right now? Yeah, He's
0: coming in, he's got COVID. I mean, just I just in terms of getting to the theater, you know, everything else feels just streamable. Yeah, an Avatar.
1: Right, you gotta thing. go. Yeah, La Musk, you gotta go. You gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> Van Gogh, you gotta Van Gogh. Van Guff. Is it Guff? I never know. That's one of those I don't even attempt to try to get correct. Yeah. Right on. That's the movie chart. That's the movie chart. I'm excited about Way of Water. I'll go see that soon. And uh, we'll be right back with The Hot Picks. Picks. The Hot Picks. The Hot Picks. The third chart is the hot picks, and the countdown's about to start. Let's see who bought a hot pick, and let's see who did not. The hot picks. The hot picks. Okay, well, since we did 1983 on the movie chart, why don't we do 1983 on the music chart? That's right. uh, Is this a top 40 chart? This is... is we this could say is, it's top 40 from 40 years ago.
0: This is top 40 singles from the week ending the uh, January 8th, 1983. So this wow. Is
1: 40 exactly. from 40. This is it. We're going 23 back to
0: 1983. This is, and I can tell you now, I just cobbled this together. This is an impressive, like, we're, we're going to have fun with this. Nice. Now, you
1: didn't cobble
0: it together, right? You're not pulling from different yeah, charts. Yeah, don't, don't parse. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No,
1: this is the exact chart.
0: But I, uh, I didn't have
1: the time to do that. And then also, I'm excited because I don't know what these are. I don't know what's coming. You don't know what's coming. But
0: uh, this is the objective top five from this week 40 years ago. Here and, we uh, go. I mean, yeah, here we go. Let's just dive in. Coming in at number five. Number of five. Marvin Gaye Sexual Healing Wow starts off strong I hold my favorite thing of like <laughs> Marvin Gaye at this point, it's like, you know, he went through the 60s and it's like Ain't No Mountain High Enough and mm-hmm. these wonderful songs, Wholesome, and then it goes to like 70s, like What's Going On and Political, mm-hmm. and then it becomes like just pleading for sex. Yeah,
1: you, you <laughs> just fuck all that other stuff.
0: Yeah, all that stuff, and it's just heartfelt, just begging for it.
1: Yeah, it's just a man needs it.
0: Yeah, it's just he's using, he's pulling out all the stops with whoever he's singing to. Right. And he's just, he's making every argument you can think of. That's, you
1: know, he might as well howl at the moon. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You know what's great about it, too, is that 808, like those drum machines were not comp, like they were brand new. If that was the 808 or the Lynn, I'm not exactly sure which one, but. um, he was, I think he made that in Germany. He was just out in Germany making that stuff. It was like brand really? new technology.
0: Wow. Fe- he was feeling that horny in Germany.
1: Yeah. Cause you can, you just like, you're close to all those, uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, um,
0: all those matrix German
1: that, ladies and stuff. Yeah. Like
0: they're that. serving ale to him, probably, you know, in the,
1: in the like frilly yeah. dresses. Yeah. Yeah. The Oktoberfest chicks. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> So then you put on a sparse drum beat and they just like yeah. get primal with it. You he know, got it's just, primal. It's really, really sparse.
0: It, yeah. It was amazing musical backing, especially for him. You know, everything up to then was like good Motown bands and stuff.
1: Right. Yeah. That's so like electronic. When yeah. a guy like that embraces it, then all these other musicians might've jumped on board. Like if Marvin Gaye mm-hmm. could use it. Yeah. Then what am I fronting for? Yeah. Um,
0: it's cool too when you like you think of it, especially in German, it, it, like in Germany. You think of like like craft work and stuff. Like when you think about going full on synths and and right. drum machines and stuff, and it's like right. cool to see somebody still make it just pure soul music, even though yeah. it's a not yeah. Because at band. that
1: time too, people used to say like, "Hey man, I'm a drummer." Don't, oh, oh my don't God, be using yeah. those drum machines. Drum machines were considered
0: and... the devil. Yeah. Um all right, coming in number four. Number four. This is Men at Work, Down Under.
1: Wow. <laughs> This is like the story of my life. It's like me and my mom. I met a strange lady. She made me nervous. She took me (laughs) in and gave me breakfast. Breakfast. (laughs) (laughs)
0: This is really good. (laughs) Um, I mean, so far these are just like absolute iconic songs. Oh my god! When was the last time? You know, we saw a chart where it's just number five and number
1: four are just monsters. Monstrous. Like, those are, um like, parked on K-Earth and all those kind of channels all yeah, the time. Yeah, they have a permanent spot. Greg's and, List. Uh, Not down Greg's Under. List. Well, I feel like Down Under feel. is,
0: like, even bigger than ever in some ways. Like, I just I remember in so college, too. like, every kid, like, screaming that out.
1: Yeah, it's aged well. I could see that moving through the generations cuz it's upbeat, it's fun. Yeah. Um, all right, coming in at
0: number 3. Number 3. <laughs> Don Henley Dirty Laundry. Hell yeah. Oh, wow. I love this song.
1: Something I can use. People love it when you lose. They love and love This is pre-TMC. Well,
0: yeah, but I wound
1: up here. this is this is like this is entertainment. Tonight was the raciest gossip clear. you saw on television. Uh-huh. This is like uh, early Bill O'Reilly when he's just on like those <laughs> entertainment shows. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is like Sally Jesse Raphael stuff. Exactly, but, uh, Phil Donahue. Wild. This was that period, yeah, where the Eagles broke up And they, like Lennon and McCartney They were trading back and forth with their singles Right, massive hits Massive, yeah, this was big too I mean, big. the bigger one on this was Boys of Summer Yeah But um, that was that same album Totally um, That one, of course, we know, Blasphemous For its depressing portrait of summer <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> And its classism, all kinds of things going wrong Oh, in there. boy uh um, all right. I'm excited about that one. Yeah, this is amazing so far. I mean,
0: these are three gold gold hits. What an era. Coming in at number two. Number Two. Michael Jackson featuring Paul McCartney. The girl is mine. Oh my god. Yeah, huge. I know it's mine. Is that the weekend? Haha. <laughs>
1: All oh, I'm gonna buy your stuff, you fuck <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's actually worse. He's more of a sociopath exactly. than the. Exactly. That's obvious.
0: It's funny though because this is just, you know, to, you can't find two bigger stars on the planet, and then them collaborating, and then I would say this is the less oh, yeah. lasting. This has less right. lasting value than the other songs we've heard
1: than ebony and ivory
0: well no i just more less than sexual healing and men at work and and all that
1: oh right but yeah it's big star power yeah it's like a shitty movie that has big stars Big star but
0: power, less of a iconic song, but you it's
1: know, also know. it feels like a Broadway song, like two characters singing to each other. Like you yeah. wouldn't see like Lennon and McCartney going like, "The girl is mine." No, she's not. She's mine. Like they wouldn't like <laughs> yeah. just go back and forth on. it. <laughs> yeah, and
0: it does feel like very PG rated. Yeah, you know, both of them were interested in being like that at that point in time.
1: Yeah. Now is this Which before he bought the? The Beatles shit, yeah, yeah, this okay. is before
0: I think while they were be. working together for this is when Paul what he said, yeah, gave him a hot tip, like, hey, right. you can buy new boy publishing, the boy publishing, don't you know, good idea, good idea, um, yeah, yeah, what a move, what a dick move there, but
1: uh, but he was cool, otherwise. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, all right, you here know they we used go. to. They the, the yeah. dad used to whip them and stuff if they, you know, if they fucked up on stage, it was yeah. bad. Yeah, no I change. always
0: think in terms of, yeah, I mean,
1: you know, just who was a fucked that, up type yeah, of a
0: deal? Totally, he was a very stunted, stunted individual. I always think though, those out of those two, like in terms of just global musical superstardom. There's maybe only those two on the planet that have had that kind of fame. Yeah. And I'm, I'm just,
1: I see what you're saying. They're just so like, pure. They're pure lights of like, music. yeah. Like
0: in terms of like, like Beatles and McCartney, like superpower, like global, like you could go into like Ghana or whatever, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you could go anywhere yes. and he's like worshipped. Yeah. Um, Michael Jackson had that, but then obviously he was so troubled That it it always just impresses me how normal Paul McCartney has remained. Right. You know, he's just remained this kind of, like, good-natured, solid guy. Right. Does good by people. Yeah, like, like, down
1: to earth. Even on um, simply having a wonderful Christmas time, he's like, "Well, you know, we're all here. That's enough. That's enough. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Right. Um, okay, coming in at number one. Number one. Oh, yeah. do we get to guess? Of course, yeah. I mean, what what would be number one on this chart? I bet you won't guess. I'll say that.
1: All right. Now, I'm gonna look back to my movie chart to try to zone in on the era. And oh, if I were to do that, I would notice that Forty Eight Hours is on the uh, movie chart. Okay. Am I? And I. Would hazard to guess that Axel F? Oh, uh, it sounds like I'm wrong, but I'm gonna. That's my. That would be my guess. Axel F theme from. What if that was even 48? No, that was that was from uh, Beverly Hills Cop, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, I think so. Okay, so let me change my guess. My guess is going to be. Oh, I got my guess. Okay, my guess is. The Bus Boys with whatever that fucking song was from Forty Eight Hours. <laughs> it, it's not.
0: It's not that. But Do I, I get any I, hints? I think you get so You got some really good. Do I get listening. a hint? Um, it was. It's by a duo. It's by a famous duo.
1: Hollow notes. Yep. And what song? And the song is "You Make My Dreams Come." No, that's too early. It's too early. This one is Man Eater. Yeah. Are you he, serious? Yeah, this guy ah, he got wow. it. Oh my God! History vindicates H. Michael this is Drake. amazing. Wow. Yeah, I
0: mean you really just proved yourself.
1: You get. Oh uh, uh,
0: yeah. You, sir, just won. Your prize is one hour of technical support yeah. for Brett Morris.
1: Oh, thank you. I've yes. already used it today. <laughs> You know what's crazy about this? You couldn't get away from songs so easy, like, the way you can now. Like, now if the radio totally. is playing crap, I can just go right to iTunes. I can just go right to right. the. When Spotify. Back in the day, when you were in the car, and you, do, you didn't even have presets, you yeah. had to fish around the dial. Fish so around. it's like if you were on a station, you didn't always want to fish around to another one. Yeah. And these songs would come on, and you would be stuck with them. Absolutely. And... um that thing has a low, malazy sax solo. I mean, it's a good song, but... I know. I, it does I strike just heard me. heard it too many times. It does
0: strike me, as history often shows, it's like the number one is not the number one. Like yeah. You could almost reverse this list exactly, and it would be the true For history. the way they
1: aged. Yeah. the way
0: they aged, you know? Yeah.
1: And I think, like, Man Eater 2 is probably, like, the fourth single off a of Monster album. So it just immediately, like, they just put yeah. it up in rotation. Yeah. Um, it definitely has that malaise saxophone. Yeah. Um, that was just peaking at that time. I think, like... Uh, isn't there a Man Eater song on Flashdance soundtrack? It's like a better song. Mm. I think it's called Man Eater. I do no, Uh I don't know. Something like but that. But
0: isn't that crazy? I mean, maybe it is. Uh, I mean, I don't think you could always find a top five that would just be five songs. No. We all know. Every yes. single person knows. I'm with you. Um it's pretty remarkable that this is the top five in January, first week of January.
1: Yeah. Come
0: Which on, is also, guys. yeah. I mean, first week of January, think about that. Like we, on this show, we show you every year, this is a pretty bad time for the charts. Um, it coming is coming There's nothing Christmas. new coming out. These so. are like
1: holdovers, but yeah, definitely great pedigree, a great throwback chart. And, uh, Next week we'll be back with hot picks and new stuff and all that kind yeah. of thing. But um, hey, I had a good time on this one. Great touching base with you on New Year's. Me too. Uh, things will, you know, uh, steady for everybody involved. And um, check out all the other programs. Head over to whochartedpod.com. dot com. You can get access to all the old premium streams and two charteds and who charteds. Absolutely. Jump on there. Tell a friend. <clears throat> And listen to Drop Date Duel and Griff Taurus, And check out Comedy Bang Bang World. And we will see you right here next week on Who, Who Charted? Charted.